Hello, and welcome back. My name is Caleb, and I'm here with my friend Chris, and we're talking about meditation. And on today's little snippet, what we're going to be doing is talking about meditation for those of you who that already are in the flow of a meditation practice, but you um, you want to get a little more out of it. You want to go deeper into it. You're wanting to take it to the next level. You're wanting to like think about it in a new way. Maybe you've been meditating or using a guided app for a while. Maybe you've been using a, a common practice, but you know and sense that there, there's more that's available to you in the space of meditation, but you're wondering how to like squeeze your meditation practice for a little bit more juice. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and to give you an, a sense of who you've got with you on this journey, um, you know, we're talking to Chris, who's a dad, married a couple of kids and lives in the suburbs. I'm, you know, just living in downtown Los Angeles in um, a loft. I'm a single guy with no with no kids. We're coming in from very different perspectives, representing that meditation and this bridge is for everybody. And that there, no matter your background or no matter your situation or what you got going on, that there's a path into um, this expansive space available to you. And we're going to talk about how to access that and how to get a little bit more benefit out of what it is that you're already doing. And uh, Chris, can you just quick give us the summary of when you started meditating, how old you were, and how you slowly got deeper into the thing. How did you go levels down and get more juice out of it? I will, but can I just say you freaking rocked that intro? <laughs> that was... It wasn't my first try. That, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, yeah, so... The debate for me when I talk to people, or I shouldn't say debate, the balance that I try to have is a peek into some of the next stages of meditation, letting people know why I do what I do and what the benefits are, but also not having them roll their eyes and go, that guy has lost it. We're no longer friends. So there's a balance there. And, that, and I do want to walk that with our discussions too, Caleb. And so that people listening don't feel overwhelmed by it. I believe that if they're listening to us at this point, there still is some interest in learning more about why people should be meditating um, and what the benefits are. But I don't want to get so far down in the trenches that's either intimidating or sounds a little bit too much woo-woo-y and like something that doesn't fit in. Does that make sense? Totally. Uh, just even in how you talked about that reminds me of feeling like this topic is something that it can feel like we need to tiptoe around so much. And I think that if you've gotten this far, if the person, you know, whoever's listening to it has gotten this far and they're deep into it and they're curious enough to click on this and like listen to us dig a little deeper into meditation, I, I just don't, I don't feel, I hope you don't feel like you need to limit yourself any because you have so much to share and your thoughts on this topic are big and wide and have so much value. So uh, I hope you don't feel the need to edit to make it digestible, but yet just bring it and in all its glory that even if someone doesn't know exactly how to access what it is you're talking about it, they'll be so inspired by the picture you paint that it will motivate them to go deeper into their practice that they might be able to experience something similar. I think that's fantastic. Let's do this so that we don't, so that no one um, loses 
too, you know, too much interest in what I'm going to try and convey. I would like to take one minute to explain my journey, my meditational journey to where I'm at now. And you're only going to give me one minute to do it. And you're going to tell me when I get to 30 seconds, 45 seconds and one minute. Are you ready? I, uh, I actually have uh, a timer up on my on my phone right now. Yeah, you do. And I, I literally am looking at it right now, and we're just about to hit go. So I'm, I'm on your marks, get set. All right, one minute on the clock starts now. Nine years ago, I had a sales guy working for me who is a very good friend of mine. And one day he came in and he said, this isn't working out for me. I'm not making enough money and I need to part ways. And it was a very sad thing for me. For some reason, it really went from me thinking my business was going to be expanding quickly to it changing. And so I sat at my desk and I Googled, what is the meaning of life? And this sent me... the. This sent me on a journey. Ooh, 30 seconds? Okay, it's not going to happen. Uh, sent me on a journey. Uh, it, it, it turns out that if you Google that, actually Google will tell you indirectly what the meaning of life is supposed to be. And so I started, I got exposed to this thing called the Six Phases of Meditation by Vishon Leakey. And he, it changed everything for me. It's a guided meditation. It takes 20 minutes. I did it five days in a row. And it was fantastic. I had some challenges like trying to sell a commercial property we had that we had listed for six years with no action on it. And we had a family member who was struggling with their schooling and no answers for what was causing the problem. And I started doing this six-phase meditation thing where you, um, you communicate verbalize gratitude to whatever it is for me. I like to call it the universe. Yeah, this is not going to take a minute. Sorry, I blew past it. Um, it. You express gratitude. You welcome the universe to have your back. And when you do that, things apparently change. We got the commercial property sold. Uh, I got a call within a week of doing this from our realtor saying, you're never going to believe this. Someone wants to buy it. We found out that that uh, relative of ours is dyslexic, and it completely explained their problem, um, which actually ends up being a gift. And my wife learned, my wife and I learned what to do to help him out, and so that was huge. And the other little story I like to tell people is that uh, this, at the time, thirty-something-year-old dad uh, got told randomly by a lady working at the movie theater um, that she hoped she, I didn't mind that she thought I was attractive. So, of course, everything in the universe was coming together there. And so, uh, um, and I, by the way, I'm happily married, um, but I do believe that regardless, people like to be complimented. And so... Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So, um I, that's kind of how I really got the ball rolling with it and then just kept working and working with the idea that uh, I wanted to just keep doing this because it made me feel good. Um, fast forward to quite a few years later, I'm laying in bed after a pretty good night's sleep and I just thought, I'm just going to lay here and just go deeper. I'm going to keep breathing. Um, I'm going to 
notice my breath and I'm just going to keep saying to myself, go deeper and I'm going to feel myself kind of sinking in. Uh, you actually almost feel like you're physically sinking in to your bed or melting into whatever you're in. Uh, but you also are, that chatter is going away even more and you just keep sinking in further and further, going deeper and deeper. When I did that, all of a sudden I got a glimpse that is like, I could describe it as, it was like a window that I was trying to look out of, but I was maybe 10 feet away from it. But I'm looking through, or I'm trying to look through this window and it's bright white on, on the other side, just kind of a glowing and I kind of got closer to this metaphorical window and I got to see something on the other side that I couldn't make out, but it gave me an extreme feeling of peace and joy and love and gratitude that was just about the most comfortable place you could ever be and is definitely the most comfortable thing I ever experienced. And so that happened and I kind of, I came out of it and I told my wife right away that there's something there. Like I just experienced something that is so peaceful and comfortable. I just want to get back there. And that's kind of the key. And Caleb, you know, for all of our conversations over the time that we've known each other, that that's kind of been my goal is to get back there. So fast forward again. Oh, yeah. Feel free to stop me. <laughs> or I no, can keep, keep I can go to the keep end. Going, keep going. Okay. I can go to where we are right now, which is so the pandemic, COVID-19, uh, shelter in place. All of a sudden, it's 2020. It's about March. And I have no idea what's going to go on with business. But what I do know is I have this feeling of a lot of free time now. And so I thought, well, I'm going to use this time to deepen my, deepen my meditation, but let's just call it what it is, which is I just want to get back to that place. And now I've got the time to really try and figure out how to do it. And so read some more books, um, did learn something called the blessing of the energy centers, which is your chakras, where basically you just um, are conscious of your chakras, you raise their energy level. And that's something that we can talk about at some point, but it works very well for me. And one day it worked very, very well for, for my goal, which was to getting back there. And so I was in our, what we call the flex room, which is like a, a, a TV room at home. And I was sitting and I did the blessing of the energy centers or the chakras. And then my body kind of felt electrified in a really good way. And then I laid down on the floor and my mind started to wander. And I had a, that morning, this is random, Caleb, but that morning we were in the house and a cat went by, if you can imagine this, a cat went by a local cat that had always wandered around outside went by on top of the fence with a bunny rabbit in its mouth. And <sighs> I only knew because my wife started screaming and she absolutely, I mean, everyone loves bunnies, I think, um, but she really loves bunnies and she screamed and it was upsetting to her for a little while. So when I was laying down on the floor, 
in this great space, my mind started wandering to that. And I started thinking about it. And, you know, is that a tragedy? That's terrible. How can nature do that? How can the universe do that? And all of a sudden, I got what I what I call a download. And it was the first time it ever happened. But it was this sense or feeling of something coming toward me, toward my brain, toward my head, coming toward me. And it was information, but I couldn't really perceive what was going on. But it was just like this flood of like light that was coming toward me. And I remember I was thinking to myself, oh, oh, even though I couldn't perceive what was coming in, I knew I was getting information about something. And I just couldn't help thinking, huh, oh, okay, wow. And so then after that download of a few, maybe 10 seconds or or a minute, I don't know how long it was, um, I real I I feel like I was told and it was explained to me what happened with the bunny, which is that people, animals, things don't die. They don't go away. Their energy just changes from one thing to another. And people have heard maybe about this stuff before, but it didn't really click for me until it was shoved down my throat like that by what I would say is the universe where it explained it to me. And right after that, I got a glimpse back into basically what that window was trying to show me. But all of a sudden, it's not that I got through the window. It's that the room, that room that I was in before that had the window that I was peeking out of disintegrated. And the Mm -hmm. walls and the roof and the window and everything were all gone. Mm -hmm. And it gave me the clarity and understanding of how things work in the universe. And um, visually, it was like this dark, very dark, almost basically like outer space with this uh, kind of a grid pattern with the kind of like little orbs that are traveling along it. And I'm not saying that this is the common experience for everybody, but it's just what what I had seen, and in fact, actually, on other visits into this kind of space, it's changed a little bit. But, um, but so that's what it looked like all of a sudden. And then I started to just kind of um, come out of it. And when I did this, I was at home, and the boys were doing their schoolwork, and my wife, Amy, was helping them. And I believe that I just said, can I talk to you? And we went into our room, my wife and I, and I told her what happened and I started crying and she said, are you okay? And I said, I am the best I've ever been. And the tears were completely, truly joy, love and gratitude. And Mm -hmm. I just kept saying to her, you know, I love you so much. I'm so grateful you're here to talk to me about this. I... I'm happy. I'm so happy. And it was really weird. It was just an absolute flood of these emotions that I just hope to experience more and more in my life, but they were intensely there. And it was because of visiting this place. And it 
I learned later on, and this is kind of the way that I go through my meditation um, practice, it turns out, is that I feel like I experience these things and then I find out that it's not that abnormal. And so I had been reading a book, the one that told me about the blessing of the energy centers. I did, that's by Joseph uh, Dispenza. I believe it was called Becoming, is it Supernatural? I think, yeah, thank you. And so I had read that chapter and I thought, oh, okay, I'll go give this a try. I did, and that's what happened. And then I read the next chapter that says, by the way, you may experience the quantum field when you do this meditation. And it turns out that that is what I had experienced. It's the thing that I wanted to get back to. It's the thing that explains things to you. And it is a source, no, not a source. I don't know how to verbalize it, but it is a way that you get to experience intense joy, love, gratitude for everything, and peace. And that is why it turns out I've been working for the last 30 years on meditation. And you did it. That's a minute. <laughs> well, sometimes time stands still. So it, it felt does, like 45 seconds to me. But, yes, you know. I, exactly. That was great. Chris, like, I love that. And what, I, what I'm so excited about, why I'm so excited that you just chose to share that and share all of that in its beauty um, is that you're talking about meditation and different benefits that take it beyond what we might normally think of. And today we're, you know, like, this is all about like going deeper getting more out of it. And you painted it, you just painted a picture that I personally find compelling and inspiring and want to get to the place that you're talking about to feel the surrounding, the encompassing, the incredible love, joy, gratitude that filled you along with greater understanding and accessing a different, you know, a space of of being that's available to all of us, um, but using this as a portal, as a way to get into it, is is, is enriching, and that's a, a different. I think it's a different way and a more advanced way to think of meditation as this portal into this place. Uh, and today, I was you know this morning got up and I did my meditation practice, and I always find it to be a rewarding and enriching time. But um, you know, I didn't feel like things visually activated as much as you just described like what do you think i could do to like help you know follow behind in your footsteps intensifying those kind of the visual nature of it the 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 depth that you were able to experience what advice would you have i think coincidentally or ironically the advice I would give you would be the exact advice that you gave me a few months ago, which when I told you that I got to that place, that I had awoken a little bit more to the way the universe ticks and that I was having trouble getting back there, you said something to the effect of maybe the fact that you're trying so hard to get back there is completely counter to the way it works and that you need to just be open to the process and surrender 
And if it'll come, it'll come. And if it won't, it wasn't the right time. And so I believe it's, to some degree, it's that. But you can also, of course, set yourself up for success. And so what are some of the ways that you can be doing that? I think that a lot of it is just knowing what to expect and then being patient. So you, from our past conversations, have learned what my experience has been and have decided that you wouldn't mind having the same kind of an experience. And so you kind of know what to expect if and when it happens. And I believe you have to leave it at that. You just keep doing what you're doing. You get all the side benefits of, of doing what you're doing, of meditation, of balance in life and balance with your body and all the benefits that we need to still talk about for meditation, um, but with this bigger goal of getting a glimpse into the unified or quantum field and reaping the benefits of that as well. You maybe just have to keep keep on keeping on. That's That's not a great answer for someone who's maybe seeking a little bit of guidance, but um, the challenge is that meditation works so differently for different people. And so who am I to tell you that you need to do X, Y, and Z? I guess <laughs> I'll backpedal on that. There maybe are some things that I've learned but I don't know that they're, they're just little tips and tricks and tweaks, but they're certainly not going to take you from um, halfway there to all the way there, whatever that means. But, you know, you do want to pay attention to how awake you are. One of the negatives to laying down for meditation is that you are, if you are sleepy, you'll fall asleep. If that is an, if that's a negative, if that's contrary to your goal, then that's not necessarily the best way that you could be doing your meditation. By the way, I have friends and relatives who have trouble sleeping, and then I tell them, lay down and meditate, and you'll fall asleep. So, you know, you could try the the fix for that is to sit with a kind of erect um, posture and that lets you have a more successful meditation without falling asleep and or being able to focus. But, and then I find that if I'm hungry, it doesn't work very well. And so I, I usually try to do it after I've slept a bit. I mean, um, <laughs> eaten a bit. Um, but boy, Caleb, beyond that, I mean, have you picked up on any things I've mentioned to you that have worked for you? You know, I, um, you had given me some really great advice around the counting of the breath as a, as a, uh, a way to kind of get into that quiet space. Um, and then this idea of surrender and let it be without removing trying is something that I think is so important to like hold on to. Uh, and, and, uh, but also uh, bringing bringing intention 
you know, bringing purpose, bringing like, you know, a question, bringing a, you know, a desire, bringing like that space to it is I think something you've, uh, encouraged me to do. That's always been really helpful for me. And there's so much to unpack here that we could be talking for the next four hours on this and still be like scratching the surface of it. We've covered a lot because you've just kind of unraveled the depth that meditation can bring. So let's pick this up in our next chat. Let's do that. I think that that would be fantastic. Thank you so much for this time. It's awesome. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. See ya. Talk to you later. Bye.